Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. Welcome to Lobby Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. We've got ourselves a tremendous podcast. As in segment number two, we are going to be joined by Patrick Creighton. He does great work over at ESPN 97.5 that is out there in Houston. We're going to be taking a look at how the Astros were able to get the job done in game number one. Their outlook in this series, their outlook for game number two against the Minnesota Twins. And we're going to be taking a look at the fact that the Orioles did fall in game number one against the Texas Rangers. Touch a little bit there. And what we're all getting in the postseason as a whole. We're going to be chatting about that in segment number two. In the final segment, I'm going to get you guys picks and analysis on both games for this baseball Sunday as we touch them all. If you do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you have one of two ways we have for those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at GNRS41. Keep in mind, letters CM. They mean does not matter. As per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Did not get in any Twitter questions today other than what in the world happened to Clayton Kershaw. So let's take a look back at everything that we saw on a rambunctious baseball Saturday. Tried to find some trends and try to get to know that he seems a little bit better. A game through yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. Yeah, we start with those Dodgers that got pounded by the ears and the Diamondbacks by a count of 11-2. A sixth spot in the first inning for Arizona. Clayton Kershaw gets one out, gives up six runs, all of which were earned. Going deep for Arizona in this one. How about what you were able to get? Out of Gabriel Moreno, he goes deep with two men on. I believe that he had nine home runs during the regular season. Corbin Carroll then is able to crank one deep off of Emmett Sheehan. He had 25 home runs during the regular season. Then Tommy Pham, Alec Thomas, they were both able to go yard for Thomas. That was off of Michael Grove. And for Tommy Pham, goes deep off of Alex Vesia. This off of a Dodgers bullpen that had the top bullpen ERA in the big leagues post all-star break as Sheehan he has to come in in super long relief, giving up three runs over the course of three and two-thirds innings. Shelby Miller 
went to scoreless innings. Caleb Ferguson had scoreless inning, but Grove and Vessia both gave up a home run in their inning of work. And for Merrill Kelly, he's had his issues throughout his career against the LA Dodgers. This was actually the first time in 17 starts against the Dodgers he recorded a win. Six and a third inning scoreless. He did have Miguel Castro give up two runs in an inning out of the bullpen. Joe Mantiply, though he was able to give you a pair of outs out of the bullpen. And for Luis Frias, he was able to go for a scoreless inning as well as he had two overs and two unders on this day. One of the overs was by DK Network right up as the uh, Houston Astros get the job done against the Minnesota Twins by a count of 6-4. of four. For Bailey Ober, just not what he was hoping for. Three runs surrendered over the course of three innings as he allowed a home run to Jordan Alvarez, who would then go deep off of Caleb Theobar a little bit later on in the game. And to Jose Altuve, that was a leadoff home run for Jose Altuve for Theobar. Gives up that other home run to Jordan Alvarez going two-thirds of an inning, allowing a run Kenta Maeda goes two innings allowing two runs before Chris Paddock was able to get you four outside the bullpen scoreless Emilio Pagan in scoreless setting and really the lone issue that he had for the Houston Astros in this game was Hector Nair. It says you know, a lot of pair of home runs. Ode Palanco his first home run season. Royce Lewis is third and for the Twins they went one of 12 with men in scoring position. Joseph Verlander He's able to go six scoreless innings. Did not come without sweat as he had to induce two double plays. He really had to get out of a bunch of sticky situations with men on base. We're certainly going to be touching upon that with Patrick Creighton, who does great work over at ESPN 97.5 in the next segment. But from there, you did have Neris give up those four runs in two-thirds of an inning before Ryan Presley held it down with a scoreless inning. And Brian Abreu, four outside the bullpen scoreless as the Astros say themselves. Went 2 of 10 with men in scoring position. For the Texas Rangers, they stranded quite a few men on, but they still get the job done regardless. 3 to 2, they take down the Baltimore Orioles. As for the Rangers, they do strand 10 men on base, but Josh Young was able to go deep off of Jacob Webb to really open this game up for Kyle Bradish. Nine strikeouts, but two runs allowed in four and two thirds innings from there. Danny Colum gets a pair of outs out of the bullpen. Tyler Wells pitches Wells with a squirrel setting. DL Hall. One and two-thirds inning, scoreless, C.N.O. Perez. Perez outside the bullpen, scoreless, and Webb gives up that solo home run in his third of an inning of work. Meanwhile, for the Rangers, they piggybacked as you had Andrew Heaney get the start in this one. Three and two-thirds innings, allows one run, and then Dane Dunning, well, he sort of gets her Dunning. He did allow a home run to Anthony Santander, but goes two innings, gives up one run from there. Josh Shaboris, Araldis Chapman, Jose LeClerc, they all turned scoreless innings, although Chapman, he gave up a pair of walks in this one for the Baltimore Orioles. Just missed opportunities in this one. They go 0-4 with men in scoring position. Had a lot of those opportunities late, and the Rangers now up 1-0 on that series. And the Philadelphia Phillies hold the Braves scoreless. 3-0 the final. I believe that this was the first home shutout for the Atlanta Braves all season long as for the Philadelphia Phillies, Ranger Suarez was not long for this game. Gives up a hit, a walk, draining two-thirds innings, quick hook there, but everyone out of the bullpen did their part. For the Phillies, you had Jose Alvarado, Matt Strands for Anthony Dominguez, Orion Kirking, hopefully I said that correctly, Craig Kimbrell, alternate squirrel saying Jeff Hoffman gets an out of the bullpen. Meanwhile, for the Phillies, Bryce Harper, first home run of the postseason for him. He goes deep off of Spencer Strider for Strider. Gives up two runs, one of which was earned in seven innings. Actually, a really good outing here. He did have a throwing error of his own that led to that unearned run, so I'm going to stick him with him. He pretty much gave up those two. And then you saw 
Fans throwing things onto the field when the catcher's interference situation happened with Sean Murphy. That was a bad situation. A.J. Minter gives up an unearned run in a third of an inning, but we had Rossio Iglesias turn a squirrel setting. Pierce Johnson gets a pair of outs out of the bullpen, but for the Atlanta Braves, just five hits in this one. So, wild and crazy day in baseball. We have seen just three overs thus far in the postseason between the wild card round and the divisional series. We've seen two pushes, though, and it was really a good day for underdogs on Saturday. As three of the four were able to come through, only the Houston Astros were able to win as a favorite, and Every single one of these games, Sands, Rangers versus Orioles, was decided by multiple runs. And as a matter of fact, that is the only game thus far in the postseason that has been decided by multiple runs. So if you've been taking the run lines with regards to the favorite slash the underdog, you've either been able to reduce the juice or you've been able to get there outright on that run line when the favorite has been able to win outright. So that's what we all saw in Major League Baseball on Saturday. Now let's take a look at the American League side of things and a little bit of a Houston Astros perspective with our good friend Patrick Creighton over there at ESPN 97.5. He joins me next on the Baseball Biting Show with myself, Craig Peterson, now a part of the Peace and Family Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you ready to become a winning sports better? Schedule a call with SBIA to find out how their service can make you a long-term winning player. They've developed an innovative algorithm that maximizes units return, and they are so confident in their system that they offer a money-back guarantee. Sign up by October 31st and get their NBA package at no cost until they reach 10 net units. They treat sports betting like a business. So if you want to learn how to make your sports betting dreams a reality, visit them at SBIA1.com and check them out on social media at SBIA Sports. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. And it is great to be joined by this man. It's Patrick Creighton. He does amazing work out there in the great city of Houston. Actually coming to me tonight from the East Coast. I know that he's going to be taking in some football on Sunday out there on the East Coast. As he does tremendous work over at ESPN 97.5 with the show Late Hits. If you're out there in the central time zone, that is from 8 to 10 p.m. And if you're where I am, lovely Las Vegas, that would be 6 to 8 Pacific time. Does some great work over at Sports Map Radio. I know he does quite a bit of play-by-play work as well out there in the great state of Texas. And you're able to follow him on Twitter, slash X, at P Creighton, and the number one all together. And Patrick, it's great to have you aboard. Thank you. What's going on, Greg? Always good to talk to you, my friend. It's always great to have you aboard, and I'm sure that you were delighted to see the Astros be able to get the job done in game number one. Certainly was a solid performance from Justin Verlander. You did see the home runs that popped up in the sixth inning from the Minnesota Twins, and myself being on the over, I was very happy about that. But what did you see from the Astros in game number one, and what are sort of your expectations moving forward? Because I think that in game number one, it was so far so good and exactly what you wanted from Justin Verlander. Most importantly, they got a good start from Verlander because early on in the game, Verlander was not sharp. He struggled with his command. He was having trouble locating the zone, walked a pair of guys in the first inning. And in the first inning, the Twins really had him on the ropes. Second inning, Twins had him on the ropes. Both innings he gets out of with a double play ball. He got two ground ball double plays in 11 starts with the Astros in the regular season. He got two ground ball double plays. He got two when he needed them. And then in the third inning, he found his rhythm. He settled in. I think he only gave one base runner uh, between the third and the sixth innings, and he gave them six shutout. And that was a big, big performance for Justin Verlander, especially uh, how it started. And also, the Astros pitching has not been as good as it has been in years past, certainly not as good as it was a year ago when they were brilliant. So it was important that you got Justin Verlander out there, game one of this series, and he threw a big game. Yeah, but he certainly did, and I was very impressed by the way that he was able to get out of those as well because it was looking like, man, the Twins are going to be able to play some runs early, and I do think that that sort of sets a theme for this series as well because when you think of the Houston Astros from last year, you thought about their great pitching, and when you think about the Minnesota Twins, you think about their great pitching, but the Twins were actually the highest-scoring team in baseball 
in the month of September. As we know, the Astros, they have been the highest scoring team in the American League since the beginning of the month of June. And I do think that it is really going to come down to the bats, no doubt about it. You're going to need some good starting pitching. And Robert Valdez being able to give a good start in game number two on Sunday would be big. But I do think that this is going to be a bit more of an offensive-based series. And I'm not expecting a lot of like three to two, two to one style games. Especially to the Astros point, right? This is not last year's Astros team. This is not an Astros team really like any of the teams that we've seen in this era. They don't pitch like any of the teams really since 2017, which was one of their their worst pitching teams, believe it or not. Their pitching is good. It's not great. It's good. But their offense, now that it is healthy, Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez and Michael Brantley, their offense is great. One through eight, because we know what Martin Maldonado is. One (laughs) through eight. That is maybe the best one through eight uh, in baseball. They are definitely the best one through eight in the American League. And outside of maybe the Atlanta Braves, they might be the best, period. They make contact. They draw walks. They hit for power. They hit for average. They do everything well. This is not a team that's going to win games 3-1. This is a team that needs to win games, you know, 6-4 and 5-3. If they can hold their opponents to four runs or less, they should win because this team should be scoring five runs a game. Pretty much, that's exactly what you got. You know, uncharacteristic meltdown from Hector Neris. Gives up four runs, including two homers. Brian Abreu comes in to kind of save the day. Ryan Presley locks it down in the ninth. That's what this was very important because over the month of September, when the Astros were really struggling, it seemed every time they would score runs, they would give them up right back in the next half inning. When the Twins got four on the board in the seventh inning when Hector Neris came in the game, bottom half of the inning, Jordan Alvarez steps up and blasts his second homer of the game. I thought that was huge, not just from the standpoint of it's back to a two-run lead, but for the psyche and the confidence of the team as a whole, you answered the other team's run. You put another run on the board right away. That always kind of changes. The whole momentum thing just stops right there. Bam. I thought that was a huge, huge play for the Astros for Alvarez to come up, get that second home run, and kind of answer the two homers the Twins had in the top half of the inning. And you can tell it, it kind of took the wind out of their sails. Hey, it's a 1-1 game. Oh, wait. No, it's not. The Twins are another team. Look, they pitch. They are a terrific pitching team. And they get a ton of strikes. They had more strikeouts this year than my dating life did in high school, and that was a lot of strikeouts, Greg. But they strike out a ton of guys. The Astros got to their starter. The Astros got to multiple pitchers in their pen. This is going to be a series where, yeah, your pitching is going to be good, but you're going to have to score five-plus to win. Well, that makes two of us on the strikeouts. I have no fear there. Misery does have some company with that regard, but... (laughs) I do think that it is going to be really interesting to see what we do get moving forward from Fran Valdez. As joining me on the show, we do have Patrick Creighton. He does amazing work over at ESPN 97.5 with their show Late Hits. And right now we are finding the answer. It says, if you're looking at the betting line, minus 135, minus 140 favorites with total in this game of eight going up against Pablo Lopez. And how do you feel from Valdez going into the start? Because... Ever since, I would say, late June when he sustained the ankle injury, he just hasn't necessarily been himself. It feels like we've gotten a few better starts from him, but it does feel like there has been some cases as well over the last 
we're going to call it month and a half where it's sort of been like two steps forward and then a step back and then a couple steps forward and then a couple steps back. And he hasn't been as consistent as he has been in past years. Number one thing I need to see out of Fromm or Valdez on Sunday, I need to see some mental toughness. I need to see that Fromm or Valdez is not going to get rattled the very first time he thinks he should have got a strike call and it's a ball because this has been a problem for Fromm or kind of throughout his career. But over the last two months, we have really seen this take center stage. Fromber's stuff is way too good for him to get so easily flustered all the time. He had an outing not too long ago where in the first inning, he had like three pitches that probably should have been called strikes, but were getting called balls. He was getting squeezed. He was getting squeezed pretty bad. First inning, three batters into the game, and he is shrugging his hands up in the air at the umpire, yelling, where is the strike zone? It's the first inning. You want to make sure you're never going to get a call all game long? Do that. And guess what happened? He didn't get a call the rest of the game, and Dusty had to get him out of there after four innings. And the same calls he didn't get in innings one through four, the Astros' bullpen got in the eighth and the ninth. He cannot allow himself to get rattled mentally if a call doesn't go his way, if a play doesn't go his way. He's got to understand he is the, you know, anointed ace of the team. They let Justin Verlander go after last season, and they handed him the reins. He's got to take it. He's got to be a big game pitcher for them in the postseason, and he can't be losing his cool because, well, the umpire didn't give him a call. That Greg, that is absolutely number freaking one. I can't have Martin Maldonado run out there in the first inning telling him, hey, do you know who you are? Stop acting like a fool. I need Fromber to be Fromber. Yep, I think that that's going to be very important because I think the one thing that we can feel good about is that you're going to get a good performance out of the Astros bats. With the Astros bats, sure, there might be a game or two where they struggle. That's just baseball, no matter how good slash bad the lineup is. Heck, we saw it with the Braves on Saturday. They struggled at the plate against the Philadelphia Phillies. That's going to happen from time to time, but I do agree with you. I do think that the pitching, it is so key. And in terms of the other American League series, how did you gauge the fact that the Rangers were able to get it done against the Baltimore Orioles? Because I did feel like going into this series of the playoffs that we were just inevitably going to be getting Orioles versus Astros in the ALCS. And right now the Rangers are trying to put a monkey wrench into things. And being able to win an Andrew Heaney start, I thought, was massive for them. I thought you saw the Orioles' October inexperience on display. And I think the the Rangers, look, they have some veterans on that team. They got some guys on that team who have you know been to the mountain in October. They have a Hall of Fame manager in Bruce Bochy who knows how to steward a team through October. The Orioles had the Rangers on the ropes late in the game. And especially when they had Chapman, who is known for blowing games in big spots. They had Chapman on the ropes in the eighth inning, and they let him off the hook. They had Closer on the ropes in the ninth inning, and they let him off the hook. I think if they had a little more October experience, like they had the best record in the American League. But when you haven't been in October and that franchise hasn't really been in October with a real shot to win in a very long time. When the stage gets big and the lights get bright, sometimes the confidence shrinks. And I thought we saw a little bit of that with the Astros, with the Orioles in the eighth and the ninth inning. They were right there. They were one hit away 
from taking the lead, and they just couldn't get it done against guys who they can get it done off of. So big, big game for them for game two. I think the Orioles absolutely need to get a win in game two. They go to Arlington down 0-2. They're not going back to Baltimore. Yep, I agree with you. And I think that it's just so important for the Orioles to be able to get that game two win because I'm not sure how you view the series, but I think the longer the series goes, the worse it is for the Texas Rangers because this is a Texas Rangers team that with the way that the pitching is right now, and if they do make it to the ALCS, they should be getting Max Scherzer back. What form of Max Scherzer you're going to be getting, that's anyone's guess, but sounds like they might be able to get Max Scherzer back. But I think that with the Texas Rangers, just because they do have a shortage of pitching, if they're able to get this done in three, perhaps four games, that's a very good thing. The longer the series goes, though, I think the more it is of the Orioles' advantage. I can't believe I'm actually going to say this, but maybe you don't want to bring Scherzer back against the Houston Astros, having not had any kind of rehab time, chance to lengthen himself out. What are you going to get from Max Scherzer? Best case scenario, three innings? He hasn't pitched in a while. He's not stretched out. What we saw from him this year wasn't particularly good. The last time he faced the Astros, let's just say Max Scherzer doesn't want to remember that game. I don't know what kind of Max Scherzer you're going to get. I think that's a big gamble, whatever they put out there with him. I think he'd have to have a very short leash. But I 100% agree with you on the longer the series goes, the more it hurts the Rangers. Their Achilles heel has been the bullpen all year long. If the Orioles get enough cracks at them, they're going to get them. They got to get the Orioles out of there before the Orioles start seeing that bullpen game four, game five. Game five in Baltimore with that Rangers pen, man, the Rangers better score 10 because I'd be nervous as heck with that bullpen. And then that series goes five. And then you got to go to Houston, who's owned you all season long. The longer the series goes, the more dangerous it gets for the Texas Rangers because of their bullpen. The more that pitching is seen, the more the other teams see those relievers, the more likely they're going to get hit. Yep, I do agree with you there. And I do think that for the Texas Rangers, certainly that weakness is the bullpen. And I'm not sure how you view things with regards to the Astros moving forward. As you're me on the show, we do have Patrick Creighton. He does great work over at ESPN 97.5 out there in Houston. But I think that they should be able to get to the ALCS. Getting that game one win, I think, was big. And for the Astros, I do think that it is really their American League to lose at this point because if they do go up against the Orioles, you mentioned it, a lack of inexperience while the Astros may have been in the ALCS every single year since 2017. It's actually the case for them. And I do think that things set up well for the Astros to make the World Series. So if they do go up against the Braves, then I think they would be in a uphill battle against them. Well, I'll tell you what, after this round here in the LDS and the Astros Invitational commences for the seventh straight year, whether it's against the Rangers or the Orioles, I would fully expect the Astros to win that series. And yeah, I think the Astros would be underdogs to the Braves because they had an absolutely incredible regular season. But look, we've seen this happen before because for all intents and purposes, the 2019 Astros were the absolute best regular season version of this team in its run. And they lost in the World Series 4-3 to to a national team where neither team could win a game on their own home field. Everything about that series was weird. Weird things happen in the postseason. You got to get there. You know, the way things are shaping up right now, one of the things about the Astros was, you know, now that you've 
been to four World Series in six years, and you've been to the ALCS six times in a row, and we started calling it the Astros Invitational. When you're playing teams like the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Royals late in the season, it looked like they just really struggled to get the intensity up to play lesser competition. But when they needed to turn on the switch against the Seattle Mariners and against the Arizona Diamondbacks, the switch went on, they won five out of six, and they wind up AL West champs. We're in the postseason. They're off to a five nothing lead. They get a good pitching performance from Framer Valdez, and they're going to be up two nothing. And Minnesota might not make it to Game Four. Everything about this is setting up for the Astros to be right back, you know, with another ALCS seven straight. Probably be favored over whoever they play in that ALCS, regardless of who it is, going to their fifth World Series in seven years and possibly looking for a little revenge against the Atlanta Braves. I'll tell you what, the, the only team in the National League that I think has a real shot to knock off the Braves is the Phillies because the Phillies have so much home run power and it's a short series. And I think it's easier to get an upset in a short series. I think if the Phillies can catch them, that might be the only way the Braves are getting knocked off. I think the Braves get past the Phillies. I don't even think the Dodgers uh, have have enough with all the injuries they've had. I don't think they have enough to derail Atlanta. Yeah, Ben, quite frankly, in that Braves versus Phillies series, we might be seeing the best two teams in all baseball going at it as of right now. The Phillies have gotten so hot at the end of the season, and the Atlanta Braves, such a historic lineup as well. So that is going to be a lot of fun to watch, Patrick. I know you're doing a great job of gauging everything. You do an amazing job Monday through Friday out there in Houston. I know you're going to be taking in some football this weekend as well. So love the good people at home. Know what's on tap for you and how people are able to follow on on social media and other platforms. All right, you can find me on ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5, 8 to 10 Central weeknights. You can also find the podcast at ESPN 97.5.com slash late dash hits and you can follow along with me on the x twitter at p creighton one and patrick does an amazing job gauging so many things and hey more excitement than expected with the houston texans as far this season as well that's something that you do like to see and patrick he's doing a great job of being able to take a look at it all and it's much appreciated whenever he's able to join this podcast big thanks patrick for joining me on the baseball betting show now part of the beast family podcast and coming up next, it is that time of the podcast. They give you picks and analysis on both games on the betting board for this MLB Sunday as we catch them all. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here in Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. Always great to be joined by Patrick Crane. He does 
Tremendous work over there at ESPN 97.5 doing their show late hits from 8 to 10 Central Time every Monday through Friday. Every single time he joins this podcast, certainly has tons of zeal, energy, and always delivers the goods. So, big thanks to Patrick for joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast to give you picks and analysis on both games that we've got for this Baseball Sunday as we touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter slash X feed at GNRS41. Going with the early game of Rangers versus Orioles first, and then we go Twins versus Astros. And in Rangers versus Orioles, this will be the DK Network write-up pick. As it is 909-910 on the betting board, Jordan Montgomery goes for the Rangers. Grayson Rodriguez is on the bump for the Orioles. Orioles between minus 115 to minus 126 favorites. And between even money and plus 107 is your number on Texas. 7.5 is the total. Over and under both at minus 110. Right up pick is going to be on the over. I'm going to be wanting to go up to about 8 here. I set my total exactly at 8. So if you have an 8 and it's like even juice or something like that, still would be willing to take a look at the over. Though if you get that minus 110 juice, then gotten to a little bit of a point of no return, but with Jordan Montgomery, though he has been rolling, he has given up a combined two runs in his last five starts. Prior to that, he had given up three runs in each out of his previous three starts. He has allowed five plus hits, and now each out of his last four starts, and I do think that the Orioles are going to be able to get to him because you got an Orioles lineup that ever since the All-Star break, they've been averaging five plus runs per contest. You've got yourself in a locked and loaded lineup that you just don't have any breaks really in either of these lineups. As for the Orioles, you don't necessarily have that one superstar guy or anything like that. Gunnar Anderson, Anthony Santander, your main home run hitters for Santander. Between the regular season and the postseason, 29 home runs, Henderson, 28, but got Adley Rushman, who does a good job moving the line at a 375 on base during the regular season. Then after that, you've got Santander, Henderson, Austin Hayes, Ramon Urias, Ryan O'Hearn, Ryan McKenna, all these guys that provide you with between about a 310 to a 330 on base. Other than Aaron Hicks, nobody's really above slash below that mark that really sees consistent at-bats. Sometimes you'll have out there someone like an Orde Mateo who's a little bit below that, but all in all, Really good balance, and for the Texas Rangers, when they want to, they can trot out there a lineup that has eight other nine hitters during the regular season, hitting for at least a 258, with typically that lone exception being Adolis Garcia, who's got 39 home runs and north of 100 RBI to his credit, Corey Seager. He's right now got a 600 on base percentage through his first three games of the postseason, and for Seager during the regular season, just below 400 on base percentage, was able to slug out north of 30 home runs, a home run every about 14 or so at bats, and then so many guys like Leody Tavares, Ezekiel Duran, Jonah Heim, Mitch Garver, all these guys with between about 14 to 18 home runs, hanging north of a 258. The Rangers led the American League in terms of runs per game, in terms of on-base plus slugging. Now, you do notice that the Rangers have a little bit more issue on the road than they do at home of scoring, but they come in having put up at least five runs in 12 out of their last 22 postseason games. You've got an Orioles bullpen that they did have to get quite a few odds on the bullpen, and for that matter, both of these bullpens did. I recognize that was a bit of a piggyback situation 
for the Texas Rangers, but you know, you got three and two-thirds innings out of Andrew Heaney. They had to burn through Roldis Chapman, Jose LeClerc, so many of those guys. And with the Rangers during the regular season, 24th in the big leagues with regards to bullpen anyway, other than LeClerc and Roldis Chapman, pretty much everyone else in this bullpen is north of a 385 ERA. Meanwhile, for the Baltimore Orioles, they had to use up a lot. They're more trustworthy guys as well. Danny Colum certainly was one of them. You are going to have Yannir Cano available and ready in this game, but without having Felix Batista in the fold, that does make things a little bit more difficult, though. This was an Orioles team that during the regular season, top eight with regards to bullpen ERA, and for Grayson Rodriguez, truly a tale of two seasons. Over his last 12 starts, has given up three runs or fewer in every one of them, but so that's for the season, a 435 ERA with about a 390 or so, fielding dependent, giving up north of three walks and 1.2 home runs per nine innings in this run of his last 12 starts, 226 ERA, giving up just three home runs and 72 thirds innings, but has been able to really get some good fortune on balls in play, and I do think that the Rangers, this fearsome lineup, they are going to be able to get to Grayson Rodriguez. Last time, the Texas Rangers faced off against Grayson Rodriguez in Baltimore. They put up nine runs, eight of which was earned. Now, that's before you saw him really turn over a new leaf, and that was actually the start that got him sent back down to the minor league level. But I do think that Texas is going to be able to get to him. I do think that Baltimore going to be able to do a solid job of getting to Jordan Montgomery. So by DK Network, right to pick. That is going to be on the over with the Orioles. Set them at a minus 118. I do think that Montgomery doing for a little bit of regression. So want to lay the minus 115 I'm seeing with the Orioles. My right to pick is on the over. And then 9-11, 9-12 is the other game. You've got the Minnesota Twins on the road facing up against the Houston Astros. Framber Valdez goes for the Strohs. Pablo Lopez goes for the Twins. 7.5 to 8 is your total. On the 8, unders between minus 115 to a minus 120. Overs any between even a minus 105. On the 7.5, over is minus 115, and the under is minus 105. Set the Astros at a minus 132 on the money line. If you're looking at the run line, you're getting that in between plus 145 to a plus 150. That has gotten a little bit out of range for me personally, and we are starting to see some better numbers coming in on the Minnesota Twins, and being able to get the Minnesota Twins a little bit earlier, more around about a plus 132 or so, that's where I'm looking on this one, as for the Minnesota Twins, we have been seeing the money come in a little bit more against them, and this was a number that about an hour or so prior to myself coming on to the show, we were seeing a little bit higher up, and if you are able to get that plus 132 or better, I'm going to be willing to back the Twins because with Pablo Lopez, he's actually been better on the road than he has been at home. For Pablo Lopez, it's also been a little bit of a victim of some rough, I guess you'd call it circumstance. Like every single time I watch a Pablo Lopez start, it feels like there's a bunch of Texas leaguers and a bunch of bloopers going against him. But overall for the season for Lopez, 421 home ERA, 310 road ERA, and a 366 ERA closer to about a 335 fielding dependent, giving up about 1.1 home runs per nine innings. For Lopez, he was able to get 10.9 strikeouts per nine innings and looked very sharp in his first start of the postseason as well, doing a good job holding it down against the Blue Jays. Meanwhile, for Framber Valdez, just doesn't come in in the world's greatest of form as in his last two starts, allowed 10 runs, nine of which were earned in nine and a third innings. So that's a little bit of a red flag for Framber Valdez. It's just been a little bit all over the place in the second half of the season as well as in the first half. Looked like he was going to be a top front runner for the Cy Young Award. He really had things going on. He was able to do a better job this year rather than last year 
In terms of the strikeout numbers as overall for the campaign, he was able to do a good job mowing them down with being able to get about 9.1 strikeouts per nine innings, but certainly was a case where he wasn't necessarily too much better at home than he was on the road. And for Framber Valdez throughout his career, he's never really had that demonstrative of home and road splits, but since the beginning of the month of July, 15 starts in total, 455 ERA, 426 fielding, depending, giving up about 1.15 home runs per nine innings. The walks have crept up on him with about 3.2 walks per nine innings. Now, for the Houston Astros, still a relatively solid bullpen. You did see quite a few of these guys like Ryan Presley, Hector Neris, and company get used up yesterday for Hector Neris. Rough situation there as he, along with Kendall Graveman, Phil Maton, were able to give you a sub-3-3 ERA during the regular season, and certainly better than that of the Minnesota Twins, who post-All-Star break 16th in the big leagues with regards to bullpen ERA with the likes of Emilio Pagan, Yohan Doran, their closer, Griffin Jacks, being able to give you a sub-3-5 ERA and getting back Brock Stewart and Caleb Theobar. Very big for them as well. And for the Twins, what you do like for this team is Royce Lewis. Royce Lewis. Already a trio of home runs here in the postseason, able to hit above a 300. And what really went well for the Minnesota Twins during the second half of the season was replacing some of the main mashers. Your top four home run hitters in Carlos Correa, Max Kepler, Michael A. Taylor, Joey Gallo. All these guys, Sands Kepler at a 312 on base or lower during the regular season. Joey Gallo's not even partaking right now in the postseason. Max Kepler has been able to do an okay job of being a move line, but the guys that really stepped up were the likes of Edward Julian, Donovan Solano, Alex Kurloff, Matt Walner, these guys that gave you north of a 360 on base and really made the Twins fearsome as they've led the big leagues with regards to runs per game in the month of September. They have been one of the hottest offenses in all baseball since the All-Star break. Meanwhile, for the Houston Astros, since the beginning of the month of June, they are the highest scoring team in the American League as you've got tons of guys that just find a way on base. Obviously, Jose Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, a pair of guys that went deep on Saturday, but along with that, Chaz McCormick, Alex Bregman, Kyle Tucker, all gave you at least a 363 on base percentage during the regular season for McCormick and Bregman. Both had 22 plus home runs in their own right. Enier Diaz has been very solid for this team, 23 home runs. And as we were talking about with Patrick Creighton, because you do have typically Martin Maldonado at the catcher spot, eight out of your nine hitters for this Houston Astros team, very, very rock solid. You like what you're getting out of every single one of them, getting Michael Brantley back at the fold. Very big as well. Certainly didn't have a lot of at-bats during the regular season, but just a professional hitter in general. So a little bit of an interesting circumstance here. If you're able to get a plus 132 or greater, looking at the Twins, if this completely craters where it's like the Astros at like a minus 130, we'll be willing to lay it there, but we'd need at least a plus 162 to take a shot on the run line. So likely not a play there. And with regards to the total, did somebody tell it an 8.1? Just because even though you do have a pair of relatively solid starting pitchers, You've got two tremendous lineups that we saw them on full display on Saturday. So looking at a plus 132 or higher with the Twins and the over. And that'll wrap things up for the Sunday edition of the Baseball Betting Show. Now part of the Visa Family Podcast. If you do like hearing from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my X timeline at GNRS41. Keep in mind, letters, yeah, they mean does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. 
other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire on whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season, which means I'll be back with you once again tomorrow. And a big thanks to Patrick Creighton for joining me in segment number two. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you once again on Monday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.